0: And welcome back to episode 79 of the Weekly Tech Rant with me, Jay. And me, Carl. Well, Carl, this episode of the Weekly Tech Rant is brought to you in conjunction with COVID. Oh, God. <laughs> Again,
1: last week's wasn't COVID, but it wasn't pretty for my head. Now, this time you've got COVID.
0: Yeah, I've got confirmed COVID. Well, I'm on the back end of it, to be fair. I mean... You are. Yes, it's it's uh, it, it was a lot worse at the weekend. Uh, if we'd been trying to record this on Saturday... This probably wasn't going to happen. Um,
1: (laughs) Delay till next
0: week. But yes, it's uh, all good. All good so far. I have had a dose of COVID. I'm feeling better than I was. Um, But yes, I can only say hallelujah for vaccines. Oh, yeah. But yes, this week we are backed for our normal scheduled programming following the peak performance Apple event of the past week. Uh, we've managed to finally digest everything that was uh, said and done that week and uh, picked it back up on our usual rant of tech stories that have come our way this week, haven't we? It is unfortunately yep. though a bit of an Nvidia heavy week, though. Do you not feel? Oh, yes. Yeah, actually,
1: you're right. Yeah, it is quite Nvidia heavy.
0: <laughs> but we've got the sprints. We've got a sprinkling of Google a bit of was we'll come more to that and of course the rumor mill is back again and with that then let's get kicked off this evening with the first story of the week then which ah is another silicon story silicon it just seems to be everything we talk about in the last two years has been silicon hasn't it (laughs) it is but this is new silicon jay Ah, sorry yes new silicon pray tell carl pray tell
1: This 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 is a new standard, the Universal Chiplet Interconnect Express, or UCIE. See what I did there? A bit like PCIE, but UCIE? Very good, very good. Uh, very for good. sure. Um, so this is a new, um, excuse me, kind of <laughs> open standard interconnect. Uh, so we spoke oh, a couple of weeks back about Intel's new, is it Meteor Lake and above processors? And we mentioned then that they were starting to use chiplets, much like AMD do. Well, rather than building one monolithic piece of silicon, uh, you know, like 16 cores, instead you might have a pair of 8-core CPUs uh, joined together by a really fast interconnect. So like Apple did last week with their uh, M1 Ultra, wasn't it? Where they're using Absolutely. their yep. Ultra Fusion interconnect to basically join two bits of silicon together. So anyway, this is a, an open alliance uh, with the aim of building an, an open standard spec for people to be able to take chips. And joining with a common uh, interconnect format, uh, so Intel are on board, along with AMD, Arm, Qualcomm, uh, TSMC, Samsung, Microsoft, Google, and, and many others. However, oh, there's always there's a However, there, isn't there? There is. Well, we kind of expect Apple weren't going to be in it. They're doing everything on their own now, aren't they? But uh,
0: surprisingly, Nvidia's not on board at the moment, which that's puzzling, given you thought that if TSM TSMC were there, Samsung arm themselves and Qualcomm you'd think of, and an AMD of course but you'd think Nvidia would want to be playing a part of that surely they well, can't be going so. their own road on this point because if this is becoming an industry standard or will look likely be a industry standard yeah you'd want to be a part of that surely
1: no exactly i mean AMD have got their own uh, proprietary one called infinity infinity fabric uh, but they'll they've said they're going to be transitioning uh, as time goes on to this new uh, use uh, U-C-I-E interconnect format. <laughs> another another acronym. Another uh, so, acronym. yeah, I would have hoped that uh, NVIDIA will. And I can see why uh, like, well, even Intel. I mean, it, it's actually aimed from their standard uh, and they've open sourced it. But Intel as a fab, I can see why they'd want to use it. The customers can come to them and say, right, I want some of your cores here. I want to chuck an AMD GPU on board, some other specialist silicon there, join it all for an interconnect and you'll make it for me. So, yeah, from a fair point of view, I can see why Intel and Samsung, even TSMC, are on board.
0: Um, It just makes sense, makes everyone's life a bit easier. Interesting approach, though, I guess. You know, as you say that Intel had this as one of their ideas and they've now open sourced it. But the fact then that everybody else in the industry is aligned to it um, shows that, you know, there's got to be merit in going down the road of using the Chiplet ecosystem. And what did you call it? The uh, UCIE. (laughs) <laughs> That's more, yeah. Um, yeah. standard to go down that road i mean it, well you know as you say we've seen most of the modern chips today are the sock you know the the integrated socks aren't they with you know memory yeah. controllers everything everything on board you know that uh efficiency cores high performance cores again there's a real breakdown from the old style of here is a dirty great big cpu that runs fast isn't it you know and, and, yeah. and just does everything you know and the boards do everything it you know i suppose it's got to go somewhere what's puzzling, though, as you say, is that NVIDIA aren't there, but will this will this become a standard, I suppose? And also, what performance gain, if anything, will we get from it? You know, AMD clearly sees some gain here from what they've been doing already, haven't they, with the Infinity Fabric?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's based on the PCI Express and, and a related one called Computer... so Computer Express Link, so it's based on current standards. It seems fairly quick, although... Mm, on a bit of digging, not as fast as Apple's uh, Is it 2.5 terabytes. But apparently in its 1.0 specification, you can have either a standard 16-lane interconnect or an advanced 64-lane interconnect, and the 64-lane one will actually apparently go up to around 1.5 terabytes a second. Oh,
0: that's not bad,
1: and that, not bad at all. So not, it's not, uh, it gets better, and that's using current uh, uh, 45 micrometer technology. Uh, but the the spec uh, allows you to go down to 25 micrometer technology, which would actually give you a bandwidth for 3.8 terabytes a second.
0: So okay. there's a, even if it's
1: I'm, 1.0 spec, there's some good headroom there.
0: I'm in. You know, I, I I I could take some of that performance gain. You know, that would be pretty good. Exactly.
1: So yeah, yeah I, think long, I think Nvidia will join. <laughs> I, I I think once Intel and AMD and, and ARM are all using this, that I think Nvidia will come on board.
0: I yeah, I was just going to say I would be Hmm. very surprised if Nvidia were not on board, because they typically do support industry standards. They do you know showcase a lot of the technology. Look at you know the partnerships they've done with Intel, particularly over the years. Even people like what's it VMware as well. They did with the the SmartNics as well, isn't it? You know, they've shown to 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 do you know to work with other vendors there, uh, to have standardization. So yeah, I would be surprised if they didn't go down that road. But you know. Who knows? Apple not so much. No, who knows? Who knows? Ah, uh, well, you know, from one, uh, from one mega, mega, mega standard—that's not quite right. From one mega organisation to perhaps another. Then, uh, Google uh, have been spending some cash, not buying standards, I should say, but buying up companies, at particular startups, haven't they? They have. I, mean, I think they've been slowly doing this
1: secretly in the background. It's just kind of come out recently, but. Uh... Yeah, over the last what, fifteen months they've bought four audio companies. Yeah. Which uh, I didn't hear anything about whatsoever.
0: I would say this is is this for stealth audio companies? <laughs> down a bit? Um uh,
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean obviously there was a whole legal battle with Sonos going on, wasn't there? Oh, yes, Sonos was, one. And Google kinda of had to immediately stop selling products and put out software updates and you can no longer um Control the volume of groups of speakers uh, on, uh, in the Google ecosystem because that was one of the patents that uh, uh, they, they infringed from Sonos. Uh, but yeah, it looks like they've been bolstering up their uh, patent portfolio and their expertise. So they, they bought uh, what a company called Synaptics, not the people that make your touchpads. Oh, uh, but I'm just going to no. say, <laughs> well, sorry, they didn't buy the company. They took over part of the company's. They took over the company's audio hardware business uh, for thirty-five million. And that allowed them to get their hands on some uh, some patents covering things like balanced stereo headphones, and active noise cancelling earbuds, uh, along with key members of staff.
0: Um, what so, else so, this, yeah. so this definitely sounds more like then they are buying the technology then as opposed to the they companies are. themselves. Exactly. Well,
1: I mean, they then bought something called Dysonics where they bought the whole company and that they specialize in 3D audio offering software and motion tracked hardware. So this sounds like this is going to be their competitor, spatial audio from the Apple side. Interesting, interesting.
0: Yeah, and then is, there was. You, uh, go go ahead. I was going to say, do you think they'll do anything uh, along the lines of like the the custom audio chips? You know, so obviously Apple have that in the headphones. It might so be. The, I want to say the W one. Is that W one? Is that the one they
1: have? Uh, in the... Yeah, uh, W one. Yes, I think that's the audio one, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I think that is. Um, I'm just trying to think because you know, if you look at what Google are doing today, as you say, the, the before it's all on the hubs, you know, the Sonos is before yep. the um, there's a they they had a, obviously a new chip for the Pixels, didn't they? The Tensor chip is on the, the Pixels and that, but there's nothing audio. They haven't got anything really audio specific, have they? They've got the the Google no. earbuds, they've got the speakers, but they're not like HomePods, are they? You know what I'm saying? No, they're not. It, no, they don't really. I wouldn't say they had an audio division. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, they, they do audio, but it's not, it doesn't seem to be a specialisation for them.
0: No, no. I just... Uh, yeah, I'm just interested by this. It definitely, to me, does look like it's buying intellectual property as opposed to the companies to try and save it. Yeah,
1: there was a lot of... A lot of this is about
0: patents. They even oh, bought part of a company uh, or a whole company. It just reminded me. They, of course, they, they have the Chromecast audio. I've got one in a drawer somewhere. <laughs> Good product, then. Well used. Fantastic product.
1: Um, (laughs) No, I know a lot of people do use them. Uh, Obviously, uh, I don't. I use actually Sonos. So uh, I think you've got the HomePods, haven't you? I think you've got Sonos as well. Uh, I've got one Sonos. Oh, you got rid of some, didn't you?
0: Yeah, so I got rid of all my Sonos, apart from the IKEA Sonos that is... Oh brain is not working uh the symphonic symphonic you know the oh was that in the kitchen yeah the kitchen so which basically runs as an airplay um
1: got a receiver yeah
0: yeah that's it it runs as an airplay receiver <clears throat> it doesn't do anything with sonos network everything we've, we've moved completely away to um home pods so we have four of those in the house um and they yeah they work they work absolutely fine They're, no issues whatsoever you know yeah would I go back to Sonos? I don't think I would, no, you know. But I don't the know. Well I'll say the Chromecast Audio though was bought to do um basically you can you know you can make dumb audio equipment smart. Yeah. And it you know it's got a 3.5 jack on it, it's quite a handy bit of kit, but like I say, did I ever use it? I think twice. No.
1: No, no. I mean, and I think I bought into the Sonos ecosystem because well, I bought into it a long time ago before streaming was really a thing. And it was a great way of getting all my ripped CDs, you know, in MP3s or WAV from my NAS uh, out around the house. Uh, but as you know, I think we find ourselves listening to more and more of Spotify. Do I really need the expensive Sonos? is
0: is it, isn't it? I yeah,
1: don't know. Possibly not. But um, <laughs> do I want to spend all that money to replace them? Uh, no, not at this moment.
0: No, basically it just becomes, as you say, an AirPlay receiver. That's that's effectively all yeah. you're needing, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Very interesting. But they also have been spending some big cash. So they spent $50 million Ooh, yeah. on some audio companies, but they also spent $5.4 billion on buying Mandiant. So Mandiant, if anybody's going, who the hell are Mandiant? Well, Mandiant are a cybersecurity company, and yep. they have a recent claim to fame was they... Were uh, they uncovered the the SolarWinds breach? Didn't they? Uh, which, well, let's be honest, that wasn't a particularly uh, pleasant experience, was it? Of the, the SolarWinds hack, which pretty much no, most of the most of the U.S. government, uh, plus even Microsoft, wasn't it, and many many other uh, corporate entities across the world. Yeah, it was a huge uh, one. It was huge. Yeah. So what are they getting then for their 5.4 billion then? They are buying the whole company, as I understand it. They isn't? are, for all cash
1: as well. No, no, no stock exchange, it's all cash. Um, so they're getting, what, 600 security consultants and 300 intelligence analysts. But their plan is to um, create an end-to-end security operations suite in in uh, G Cloud.
0: Well, I guess yeah. <laughs> they've got to find some way to uh, get people to buy into uh, Google Cloud, I suppose.
1: <laughs> they have, yeah uh,
0: Yeah, it's interesting how that one pans out It's uh, quite a big spend for them It is and I think there were some rumours Swirling around previously that Microsoft Were looking at buying Mandium, weren't yeah. they And that would have made I guess more of a, a logical fit Given the fact of Microsoft Security As a player now, a huge entity In the security market Yeah, Very, very powerful And, you know, I'm going to say it, good tools I have to say they are good tools. Yeah. Um, and they also their sec- they're well, they're not offensive security, but their security services team are well known within the business as well for responding to incidents, uh, you know, whether or not they're public or not. Uh, you know, they've held held the hands of many organizations through attacks. One that does come to mind in is one of their case studies was Norse Hydro, uh, which was the not Petya attack, uh, you know, a few years back. Yeah. Uh, they were involved in helping to remediate and stop that and research it. So, yeah, it would have seemed a more logical piece for them to go to somebody like Microsoft. But, you know, Google, yeah. I suppose, they need to bolster their cloud offering. They do. And they also... have their
1: is it Project Zero security yep. team, don't they? The who are, who research are team, yeah. Good and well-known, the research team. But, yeah, you're right. They don't really have a team that go out and help companies recover.
0: No. And, you know, and I think, you know, the SolarWinds breach brought Mandiant to the forefront of everybody's attention. You know, actually... They were very, you know, good company well-known for it, but definitely that gave them a lot of kudos. And people suddenly were like, I suppose, you know, well, actually, maybe we could buy them, you know? Let's go let's yeah. here. They, but as I say, you've got to have something to bolster the, the Google Cloud offering because, you know, who the hell is buying GCP? Not as many people as I think they'd like to be. I forget it's even there. When I go to think of even just cloud hosting, I never
1: think of Google.
0: No, not at all.
1: It's Azure um, and AWS that to, to come to mind. There may be Rackspace. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, but I think with Google, it's a case of, do I want to invest in a company that has a very good track record of killing off a product? Um, <laughs> you know.
1: That's it. Oh, a new one came out of beta the other day. Uh, is it Google Domains? Came out of uh, a seven-year beta this morning. Uh, sorry? Seven-year beta? Google Domains is their uh, registrar, isn't it? We yeah, can go yeah. buy your domains. Yeah, it's been in beta for the last seven years, so it's finally no longer a beta product.
0: I didn't realise it would be... I knew knew they had it. I didn't realise it was Mm. seven years.
1: Yeah.
0: Holy... Seven
1: years to come out of beta. They'll probably be killed next week.
0: (laughs) Yes, is it? They they brought it out of beta to... Beta tag
1: means nothing.
0: (laughs) Beta tag means you might have some safety. Uh, You know, being a a GA product is now where we can kill you off.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they've got to make money on it now.
0: Definitely. Well... Good luck, Mandiant. We'll be interested to hear more about what how that integration goes at the moment, very early days for them. Um, but yes, if you are Mandiant, you're now a noogler as you've joined Google. Do you get the hat with the little uh, you know propeller on it? I guess you would do. Oh, I think suppose you, you might you do. i yeah. be
1: disappointed if I didn't.
0: I would be too. I would be too. Well, from Google, then, let's talk Apple. Well, not specifically Apple. I guess that was a bit of a misnomer, wasn't it? Let's talk Apple Steve from a long Wozniak. time ago. <laughs> <laughs> the man who could have had more money than, <laughs> but he didn't want it. He done all right. <laughs> so was, but he was his interesting character, isn't he? he gets up to a few different things, but he's apparently been up to something else then with his latest stealth startup. I hate saying that word. Um, oh, I know. Which it's got a funky name and a funky mission, isn't it? So they're called Privateer, and they are a space tracking company who have released an they app are. called Wayfinder.
1: Yeah, so this kind of allows, they, they, they put up a, a globe on their website that allows you to spin it around, and add layers, and kind of visualise and track the, the orbit, orbiting satellites
0: and space debris. This is awesome. I've seen similar um, representations before, but yep. this this is awesome. And it also is scary, isn't it? Because if you well, zoom out... There's an awful out, lot of stuff up there. Yeah, if you zoom out, and I mean really zoom out, there is a shed tonne of stuff out there. Absolutely. Oh, yes shed ton of stuff um and it's you know there is more stuff i think than we give credit for
1: um it's an awfully big ring around earth
0: it is indeed isn't it and you know when you click on some of the things to discover what they are you're like what the hell is that i clicked on one of the first things away it turned out it was a piece of chinese rocket
1: oh really
0: that uh, U.S. Spacecom is tracking, and it's mm. it is uh, I can't remember how many million miles. mean, yeah, but it's a long way out. You know, it's like very, very far. Um, I was trying to find um, oh, what's it called? Uh, the James Webb Telescope, but I couldn't find it.
1: Oh, what about uh, the old uh, Tesla that Musk sent up on a rocket? Oh, that yeah, be around that's somewhere, isn't that's, it?
0: That's that's orbiting the sun, I think now. Oh, is it? <laughs> But this is I think it's a great thing. I, I will be doing some more research on it, but I think it's a fantastic uh I was about to say it's a fantastic app, but that's not really what they're they're here for, is it? They're they're here for a lot more than that. And they're you know, what they're trying to do is helping humanity their well, their tagline is we are committed to helping humanity treat the space environment as if our lives depend on it because they do. Yeah. And Wave Under is the first app that they're gonna release based on their data engine. Yeah, and it's an open access near real time visualization of satellites and debris in Earth orbit. So, they're really they're basically trying to do something to track or space uh, what's in in space and the impact and the damage that it can have to us. Really, isn't it around? you know, It is. I mean, uh... everything else.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think at the moment they're taking data from um, a couple of different sources, uh, US Space Command, Planet Labs, uh, Vimple, which is a Russian entity, and CSAT. Wait, do but they do have plans to to launch their own uh, their own satellites called HONO, which apparently is Hawaiian for do the right thing. There's some yeah, irony there,
0: isn't
1: there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They're launching satellites to track satellites.
0: You're like, um... <laughs> 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 But it varies. Well, uh, it is a very cool project, though.
1: It is. I can see the reason for them sending their own kit up. Otherwise, they're just relaying other people's data, aren't they? They're just an aggregator. They want to add more value than that.
0: You're right. And I think to do that, they need to be almost agnostic, isn't it? Um, in, in what they're doing. Yeah. But I mean, it just is scary what is up there. When you click on some of the random stuff, you know, it's just, you know, some stuff is quite close to us on some, you know, and then other stuff yeah. it's a long way. And it's when you zoom out. Um, And you can see almost like it's, it's like a halo effect around the Earth. And you're like, how do we launch rockets into that mass?
1: Oh Yeah, I don't know how they get up there.
0: Because when I zoom out and you can't see the Earth, but basically the Earth becomes like an orange ball because of all the orange in there. And then the yep. rest is like pink. And you're like, that is a lot of stuff. A lot and of it stuff. It is, yeah. And it's just like... We, we, you know, how do we, how do we launch anything? How do we survive up there? How does like, you know, no satellite get destroyed? And I know it sounds a very simplistic statement, but, you know, when you see how much debris as well as actual working satellites are up there, you do start to think to yourself, this is quite scary. I mean, I wonder what other civilizations are like. Because again, that's one of the things is that, you know, if we can't, we're not, you know, if there are other space races, space races, <laughs> if there are other space fairing. Uh, uh, You know, yeah. Uh, civilizations. Yep. Yeah. Um, It's, you know, what do their worlds look like? You know, and well, how did they clean them up? I mean, OK, nobody's going to ring us up and tell us that. But, you know, there's a lot <laughs> of stuff up here. And we're only going to make this worse because, you know, we've been putting stuff into space for what? Yes. 60, 70, not even 70 years. No. Yet there are thousands upon thousands of items that are orbiting yeah. our planet at the moment. And that's um, going to
1: get exponential as the years progress.
0: We do do a good job, don't we, of polluting everything we come in, into contact with.
1: Some would say it's our unique selling point.
0: It really is, isn't it? I mean, when you think about it, the bulk of that stuff is debris. It is absolutely oh, yeah. uh, absurd to, to think what we have done. That's anyway. not all
1: working satellites and <laughs> machines that are doing jobs. It's It's just junk.
0: Well, no, I mean, because they categorize it as active satellites, inactive satellites, um, rocket debris, uh, yeah, so inactive satellites, um, rocket body, sorry, debris, and then uncategorized. So, what the hell's uncategorized? I mean, is that just you know, a piece That's of parts middle? of
1: rockets that have come yeah, apart, yeah,
0: exactly, yeah the starlink ones are brilliant so the starlink ones you can if you can find them because there's like a ring of them and it's like a like 10 satellites You're in right, a yeah. line i mean and again they're not very big are they those uh, they're like a cube shape i think aren't they those those satellites they are quite small yeah but just oh sorry i just it blows my mind when you but you, <laughs> you just zoom out on it but yeah so um what's that then is uh working on that um they've been you know uh, in stealth mode for some time now um, but obviously up and running and you know are going to go out there to she say to to put more information in 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 space for tracking with their satellites and their uh, services and one of the things they want to do is provide like a find my iphone style for satellites which oh, really <laughs> Yeah, I no, Where do I
1: place that satellite? What do I
0: lose my satellite? Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, yes, it's, it's 330,000 feet above your head. <laughs> hey, oh, well, what's the <laughs> wife doing over there? Yeah, yeah, that's, that, that would be worrying. But yeah, very cool. I'm definitely going to be uh, playing with this some more. So this will be in our show notes. And, you know, have a look at it. Uh, but the other cool thing they will be doing is we should be kind of more serious about is they will have an API as well for, for people to build uh, applications against it, uh, so anybody that's building okay. space-based app- applications or developers working on that will be allowed to leverage their API, um, so that they can, you know, tra- track data. They're also thinking ahead, um, so that everybody doesn't have to build their own tracking maps. Uh, and people, if you know, if you're if you're looking to innovate or you're looking to find your yeah, open space, uh, or it could be that you're tracking um satellites to repair them or you know retrieve them they want to be able to build that in so yeah quite interesting quite a good mission here this for them it's you know doing the right thing as you say um and treating humanity with respect which is their company mantra so interesting and they are apparently tracking at the moment uh what was it Twenty seven thousand objects in orbit right now uh, but the number of items which are one millimetre or larger is estimated to be 100 million or more.
1: Whoa, okay. they got a fair way to go then, yeah?
0: Yeah, but you've got to think of it, though. Something the size... It says here, there's something the size of a speck of paint travelling at 17,000 miles per hour can cause catastrophic damage to a satellite, which, yeah, I guess it would do, isn't it, if it hits it?
1: Yeah, tear straight through it.
0: Yeah. Yeah yeah absolutely crazy but hmm, interesting but yes definitely have a look at it um we will be following that closely as all things space we do on this show so yes please go play so well well well, well. the better ramp up the nvidia engine then carl because we've got a lot to talk about
1: <laughs> we have first up uh there's some more some more nuggets of information come out about their rtx 40 or 4000 series um and they're looking to be a sizable upgrade from the, the current 3000 series. Um, yeah, there seems to be a big jump in cuticles, isn't there? So uh, obviously,
0: this we is don't a know names here. It's from last yet. week, isn't it? I was say, it this is it its It's the AMD story.
1: It is. <laughs> it's also from the other week where we talked about the power requirements, didn't we, for these, these new 4000 series, which said it could be up to 800 watts, didn't they? And now we know why uh Obviously, we don't know the names, <laughs> but we're going to have to speculate that at the top of the range, I don't know, forty ninety, maybe based on their AD one hundred and two chip, it's likely to have over eighteen thousand CUDA cores, which compared to the thirty ninety currently it only has ten thousand. That's a, a considerable jump up. And they're actually saying it's be about what one hundred and seventy odd percent improvement over the current generation.
0: That's quite impressive, really, isn't it?
1: Uh, but, but double the power it, or more. <laughs> well, I'm just
0: going to say, yeah, I would be disappointed if it wasn't, you know, a, a big jump over the previous generation because ultimately you think to yourself, well, I'm upgrading. But yeah, yeah. to get that power, they're having to ramp up the power, so to speak, uh, on that. Yeah.
1: And, it's not know, just more cores, th- no. they're faster cores as well. They're adding things like more cache. So they seem to be mimicking AMD where there is it infinity cache where they add like AMD, but what 128 megabytes of super fast cache in front to help speed things up Well, nvidia doing a similar thing up to 96 meg which is a massive jump from their current 39 which only has six mega cache
0: on it so a big jump up there it's i mean it's, let's be honest though this is the very similar approach to amd but are we getting do you wonder whether we're getting to a point now where there are only so many ways now to to increase the power and efficiency yeah, I mean, it's
1: got to be. I mean, they're even jumping down to five nanometer. I yeah. can't remember what they use now. I think they might be using seven nanometer now. So if they're jumping down to five nanometer, which historically by jumping down, you get power savings. If they're doing that and still more than doubling the power requirements, uh, yeah, they must be hitting some kind of limit here.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's got to be something in it. But just, you know, this it's a bit like the CPU thing here, isn't it? There's only, it gets to a point where there aren't many other ways to manipulate the laws of physics, <laughs> you know, you know exactly. in terms of, in terms of, you know, how small you go down to with the nanometers or what and you know, do you are operating, you get to the point where you are operating on a quantum level, hence, you know, quantum computing. And I don't think we're obviously we're quite there with GPUs yet, but it is getting to a point where the, the options are I think are, are limited and what we're seeing, you know, with AMD versus Nvidia, Take away the the, the marketing buzzwords, you know, the the technology ultimately is doing the same thing, isn't it? Or getting the same results. But, you know, still, like I said before, I'm very, very keen to see whatever the 40 series might bring. I'd be even keener to see a 3090 or a 30 series on my desk, at least, if you you know, to be fair.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe, just maybe, if you're quick on the 29th of March, there'll be a 3090 Ti with your name on it.
0: <laughs> uh, no, um, and your credit because... card can cope. <laughs> My credit card may try to kill me. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: so I think we spoke about what the Night Ti, um, NVIDIA announced it back in January, didn't they? When they announced yeah, they said did, lower yeah. end cards, I uh, said more, more details to follow by the end of the end of January, and then went silent and didn't say anything. Well, because, like, yeah, the rumors are now at the end of this month we might actually get a launch.
0: Well well oh, well i mean let's be honest it would be impressive if it did like you said, there'll only be about 3 available in the world um <laughs> and they're already and, pre-sold and, and well it'll be on ebay the following the following second for about 300 million pounds uh, at this stage in the game is it worth getting a, is it worth buying a 3090 ti
1: i mean yeah if i was looking to upgrade i think i'd hold it out really till september for the the 4000 series
0: realistically they're the same amount of money you know
1: yeah because to be honest if that increases anything to go by you wouldn't need to buy it you could buy yourself a a 4070 and have a similar performance to a 3090 ti
0: well yeah Yeah, because ultimately that's what you'd expect isn't it if you step it up yeah yeah I don't know. People will buy it. Don't get me wrong. People will buy oh, it. Oh, of
1: course I'll, it will. It'll fly. It. Those people that have lots of money and just want to be at the fastest performance at all costs—they will buy it. And of course, the scalp as well.
0: Oh yeah, so the scalp will definitely happen. You know, I'd, I let's say I'd be quite happy with. I think at this stage a thirty a thirty uh, seventy. Um, yeah. The twenty-seven, yeah, you know, my twenty seventy super doing really well. My bottleneck is the CPU now, uh, which we've kind of been talking about. Um, yeah. But. You know Yeah. Look, they'll, they'll they'll be out, we'll see it. As in the market will see it. But yeah, there won't you won't be getting mainstream on this. And the prices aren't coming down enough either, I don't think, for majority of people to do it. You know, you'll see it pop up no. on YouTube, you know, Linus on on uh, uh you know, tech Tips will probably have yep. one and those kind of guys, which will be cool to see. But the reality is, yeah, this isn't an open market GPU. Uh not no, Well, I don't not... think
1: it'll give that much of a performance uh, increase over the 3090, to be honest.
0: No, and not when I'm seeing. You know, what did I see earlier that made me chuckle? Actually, I was just going to mention it. Um, was it uh, eBuyer in the UK? You know the, you know the uh, yeah. Uh, top a uh, deal three hundred nine pound for a G four a GeForce GTX sixteen sixty Ti. How much? Three hundred nine pound for a sixteen sixty. Oh wowzer! So it's a sixteen sixty Ti with six gig of RAM running at one point eight gigahertz. And I'm like, this is 2020. You are trying to sell me a 1660.
1: I think I only paid just over 500 for my 3070 Ti. I just, I only paid retail for it uh, and not the inflated pricing, but just goes to show you.
0: Uh, just I mean, I've got a 770 overclock sat my, you know, behind me here. Maybe, maybe I could sell that product. You're going to get 200
1: end. quid for that on eBay,
0: surely. God, absolutely nuts. But, yeah, you know, <laughs> still, still, you say, probably more uh, more chance of buying one of those than there is a 3090. But on a more serious point for NVIDIA, though, what we talked about, I think, two weeks ago was, uh, was it yeah. two weeks ago? It was, wasn't it? The, it the must Nvidia have been, fact, yeah. Uh, has, uh, yeah it's, it's, so NVIDIA haven't um, paid up, which we didn't think they would. Um, nope. Again, I didn't expect them to either. But it turns out over 70,000 employee information and what i mean is employee emails and hashes have uh appeared on the web haven't they uh, according to they have. hunt and i've been pwned website um and he you know he's not saying his sources and nvidia won't say but uh they've been detected uh, inside his uh, data cache there as well so not good news for nvidia at all in that sense is it
1: no no not at all and well, now obviously nvidia only have around nineteen thousand employees so I suspect this is uh, including email aliases and groups, as well as past employees. So to get that kind of information, they've obviously got deep access to the system. These hackers,
0: uh, yeah, deep is. I mean, this is this is wide open, isn't it? I mean, it is. And, and, and the and other just,
1: one that kind of falls in with that is they had. Uh, they also released the private. or oh, doing the rounds is the private key for Nvidia's code signing certificate. Uh, so, look like that got taken in the uh, in the uh, hall. They got away yeah, with, and we've started right. actually. Only see malware come out signed by Nvidia.
0: Brilliant. Damn yeah. It. I mean, oh, it's like it's not bad enough that basically you know your whole employee information is dumped on the web for the world to see. You know your <laughs> You've now got Nvidia branded malware. It's brilliant. Yeah, isn't exactly. It? Like, I mean, where do you start with that? I mean, I suppose, I guess we suppose- sending the keys.
1: Yeah, we send the keys, Uh, give the hashes to all the AV vendors so they can immediately just block anything with that kind of uh, key on it.
0: I mean, do you... Then what do you do with drivers? I mean, do you...
1: (sighs) Reassure your driver? Yeah, I don't know. It's a big job to clear up, isn't
0: it? Massive job, isn't it? I mean, and then, like you say, then obviously there's all of your employee information. So I'm... (sighs) Is that US? I mean, seventy thousand employees. I'm assuming is worldwide. So yeah, and then, yes. are you are you going to get hit with GDPR and other other areas? Uh, I'm actually a fair
1: few organisations be wanting a word of them.
0: Yeah, because you think you know that us that say that's European employees. Some of that maybe. Well, yeah. then the EU regulator is going to want a word because yeah, it's across twenty nine countries. Yeah, that's that's you know. That's a lot of money. I mean, depends on how mm. they look at it, because if it was stolen because of negligence, um, you know, I yeah, how do you go about that? I suppose you, I guess that you could argue. Well, you know, if your car is broken into whilst well, parked at the supermarket, is that your fault or the supermarket's fault? Um, the same way with if you if left you all your employee
1: files in there, though, that's your fault.
0: Well, yeah, that's the other down. That that is the concern, isn't it? Yeah agreed agreed it isn't good i mean what we're what we're going to see from this i wonder we have seen the malware like you say we've seen the driver sets that you know they've been dodgy what else is there to be leaked was product information was talked about wasn't it you know information
1: ip stuff uh yeah there'll be a lot more to come i imagine maybe that's where that this data on the 4000 series came from i don't know
0: yeah very very weird i mean the this was what was it? The lapse was it lapsus dollar sign glap, lapsus with a dollar lapsus. sign at the end? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it and to, to go back to what they actually wanted was ridiculous, wasn't it? They basically wanted Nvidia to open source all their drivers and remove the, the mining nerf from, from the driver yeah. sets. I mean, well, how yeah, childish I question is that?
1: this one? I question this because it, it obviously uh, when we tell, talk about our next story, you'll see why, but uh, there has to be more to it than that.
0: To me, it seems too simplistic. It's, it, it feels like it's too childish.
1: Yeah. That's how uh, we want a £50 million pound ransom, plus we want you to do this just for the icing on the cake.
0: Yeah, like, it's almost like a bit like a script kiddie car style of approach, isn't it? You know, of give me this or I'm going to do that um, rather than... A genuine, almost a demand that you feel would have some commercial impact, which yeah. I appreciate. it would have a commercial, impact, but it's not. It's not quite the same, is it? You know. Oh yeah, no. we want you to make your GPU drivers available for Linux. It's kind of that sort of silly threat, isn't it? You know. Which...
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But as you say, these guys are doing something else. Um, so yeah, yeah they, there's more to this. So Carl, what's the? Who else have they been talking after then?
1: Oh, poor old Samsung. were well, also hacked by them uh, and. Don't know whether this was before NVIDIA. It's only just come out because there doesn't seem to be a ransom demand. They've just released 190 gigs worth of sensitive data. Oh. And that included things like source code for their proprietary Ooh, applications, yeah. data repositories, uh, you know, related to various Samsung projects. Uh, yeah, there was no public demands that
0: we were aware of. It just appeared. Which makes you start to question, who are these people? And Yeah. Are we looking at nation state actors?
1: Well, they're allegedly from South America, but um, in this day and age, they could be anywhere.
0: Well, this is it, isn't it? Um, and you're right; they were. You know, they they turned up a few months ago, um, originally attacking mainly South America targets, Portuguese speaking language targets. Yeah. Uh, December of last year was it? They went after Brazilian health ministry, uh, the Portuguese uh, media company Impresia. Uh, south american uh, telecoms companies and a brazilian car rental company as well and they've also been doing dot uh ddos attacks on the service against their their targets and it was which one of them was quite funny so one of them um for one of the companies which was the brazilian car rental company they read they redirected the company website to an adult media site oh really I mean, slightly cheating, yeah. childish, I'd say, but um, <laughs> but they've also when they apparently when they announced the Nvidia hack, uh, they, which was done on a Telegram channel. Okay, uh, they put we are not state sponsored and we are not in politics at all, though. Many researchers are unsure at the moment what the motivations and who they are right here. So I, I'm, yeah, I'm very curious to see who these are. Yeah, I think there's more, more going on here than meets the eye. Uh,
1: yeah, I imagine there'll be some more leaks coming soon.
0: Yeah, I think there is definitely. Um, yeah, I just and Samsung, no public word from Samsung yet at this past stage.
1: No, no, uh, no. And actually, Nvidia have confirmed or denied that it is actually their employee data that's been leaked.
0: So this is where it gets. This is for me. It's where it really does get murky. Because at what point, though, do you step out publicly and say, "Yes, we have been breached," and yeah, you have to publicly put your hand up and say, "Yep, yeah, it's us. We've had a breach. It's all out of there." Well, because
1: especially considering Nvidia we were originally saying it was just not uh, not really not even a production server that was breached, which was clearly lies.
0: Yeah, but then if you are going to get done under the GPR, GPDR, uh, just, look, GDPR, act, today. Thank you. <laughs> my brain is such a mess. So, uh, thank, those listening, please, thank you so much for bearing with us, it's all right. especially me, as my brain is not functioning. You know, COVID fog. Um, Yeah, if you're, you know, if you don't put out a statement um, to say that publicly. Now, I know that if, you know, behind the scenes, they may have already made contact with law enforcement. They may have already elected the the relevant authorities. But surely part of responsible disclosure part that is responsible disclosure, surely.
1: Yeah. To the people whose data is now released all over the Internet.
0: The stakeholders in it. Yeah. (laughs) And if Samsung are the secondary lot to do it, you know. I, well, it, 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 how close do you keep it to your chest? You're right. It'd be interesting to see if Samsung make any statement on this whatsoever. My yeah. my feeling is they won't unless forced to.
1: Yeah, I, I suspect so. But I kind of expected a bit more from NVIDIA, but clearly not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, like you say, maybe, maybe having to admit it implies that then you've got a problem, isn't
1: it? Uh, maybe their hands are tied on ongoing investigations and all that.
0: Yeah, true, but again, though, I'm surprised there hasn't been a, uh, you know, disclosure from them to say, you know, we are investigating this. I know they put Someone has breached our system. as blah We're investigating with
1: law enforcement. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, which which isn't quite what they put out, is it? No, um, not at all. No. Anyway, it's that time of the evening once again for us to go. <laughs>
1: Thank
0: you. <laughs> Over to the Check Round rumor mill where two stories have come through the rumour mill. They are uh, freshly printed on rumour mill paper. And (laughs) (laughs) we need to come up with some better gags for this. We do. Um, (laughs) So it was an Apple week like last week. We had the peak performance event. We had the Mac Studio, which was a beast of a machine. What we didn't get was a Mac Mini, though you and I both seem to feel that the Mac Mini probably is being kind of superseded by the studio. Um... Or yeah,
1: my f- I don't know. My feeling is that the mini is now the low-end desktop, uh, not all-in-one, uh, and the studio is the high-end one. But uh, the old rumors are out, uh, and the fact that we're later in the year, we're actually going to get an update to the Mac Mini with M2 chips. We're going to get an M2, um, or just a new, an M2 and an M2 Pro version of these. Um, the M2 is still alleged, still alleged to be an eight core cpu you know four performance four efficiency ones along with a slightly improved 10 core gpu and the pro is actually meant to get a 12 core so eight performance for for efficiency um but yeah this and these m2s will obviously be based on the a15 architecture as opposed to the m1s which were based on the a14 architecture so uh yeah interesting
0: where they go uh, no more information though, isn't yet it? So interesting that the M one's based on the A fourteen bionic chip. Well, yeah. If that's if, if the A fourteen bionic is that fast, why am I not seeing that performance you know, compared to M one? <laughs>
1: I don't know, um, but I suppose the A it's, it's a starting point, isn't it? the A fourteen is hamstrung by uh, power envelopes and thermal efficiency and all that kind of stuff. Oh god, yeah. But by, by putting not... it in a bigger chassis, you've got a lot more to play with.
0: But you know, I I kind of see we're going with this, you know. We're right, the studio now is the top of the line for the the mini desktop approach, isn't it? And I think yeah. it also replaces the iMac Pro.
1: Though so, I did see rumours from uh Is it Mitchin Quo today? I'm sure it was today or late last night, saying that there's going to be an iMac Pro still at the end of the year.
0: Oh, just I don't know the fact that the fact that it, they brought the studio out that does, you know, that sits in that kind of power, you know, that envelope space yeah. of, you know, what, what you get between them, you know, the top end desktop, the iMac yep. and the Mac Mini and then obviously the Mac Pro, which is even better, supposedly. What did chuckle me? And I think, we, you know, we did mention this last week, it's a studio display, you know, effectively, by the way, is just an iMac without the, the Mac in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is like, and what I you know I had thought about it so today. I was like, hey, they're selling an iMac without the back in it. <laughs> it's like what the hell's going on there?
1: Well, they're um, selling the iMac Pro, aren't they? Without the without the computer in it because it's a twenty seven inch.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. It's like we've ripped the Mac out. We've shoved a we shoved a 4 an Later there. on, we'll
1: sell you the back.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like you know it's ridiculous. But I you know I I do think you're right. They have hamstrung the Mac Mini with the current lineup. Yeah, it would be. St- daft not to bring out a more powerful one based on an M2 chip because why wouldn't you? Yeah, Would though they shove a M1 Pro and Max in it? I don't think they will because if you shove a Max in it, you've got a studio.
1: Yeah, no, no, they're not doing the Max. They're just saying the M2 and the M2 Pro.
0: Yeah. There's no way you'll get a Max in it because... That, and you didn't you get just...
1: the Pro and the studio did you? You only got Max or Ultra. So that would kind of make sense.
0: Yeah, it probably would do. I, um... I would have preferred to have had, you know, a new Mac Mini. The studio is a lot of money. I mean, I'm not buying one, but if yeah. I was, uh, but we could see it. I don't know. The the rumor isn't as well. We could see it at WWD, uh, WWDC in June. Could do. Um, which you know would be interesting to see if they do bring it out then. Or well, at least at very
1: least, we might hear information about the the architecture.
0: Yeah, and maybe it's right. Maybe as you say, maybe this would be the the Mac Mini returns to its space. As that entry level machine, yeah. And if you want more power, then you do buy the Ultra, the the Studio. Sorry,
1: the Studio. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, all right then. So what else have we got in? What's the other story in the the room meal this week then?
1: Well, Quo has been a busy man. So not only are we are we obviously hearing, and I think we've heard this for a while now, that obviously there is no iPhone Mini of iPhone 14 mini coming. Instead, we're going to get uh, an iPhone, sorry, an iPhone 14, 6.1 and 6.7 inch. And then we're going to get the Pro and the Pro Max versions also in 6.1 and 6.7 inch. So we're going to get four phones. uh, So a a non-pro and a pro in each size. But the rumor is that the non-pros are going to stick with the same A15 processor as this year. Okay. And you'll only get the A16 if you go Pro.
0: Interesting. Interesting.
1: Yeah, Back- I'm not sure what to make of this one. I mean, see the reason why. I mean, even next year, the A15 is going to be a cracking CPU still. And probably will uh, be better than anything Android's got.
0: In a funny kind of way, it does make sense. Because to me, it would Do be... People buying the non pros, really, uh, are they that into what
1: processor it's got?
0: Probably not. No, oh, this
1: is the run rate. I just want an iPhone, the latest version, and I'm not that fussed about what CPUs in there.
0: I think there is a degree of that. So, sort of like, I want a pro and I want whatever the pro, you know, uh,
1: yeah,
0: gets you. To me, it seems like, you know, at the moment, there isn't much. There isn't much of a differentiator, excuse me, between the Pro Max, the the iPhone 13 top end models, is there? Yeah. So no. to have a different CPU in it gives you a differentiator. Yeah. And like, okay, you know, you've got a Pro model here. Would there be really? Is this gonna? Is this gonna do anything? This might help them with supply chain issues. yeah That's where I think there's probably more logic in this, isn't there?
1: Yeah, um, I mean it's not the first time that they, they've done this. You know, if you, look at the, the watch, no, yeah. if you look at the watch, no, look at the watch. Okay, it's got a new CPU, but nothing's actually changed in the latest uh, watch CPU. Slightly, wise. I think there was different
0: a different
1: display. I mean, but the actual CPU itself is—is is a I can't remember what is it? Is it the? I don't know. I can't, I can't remember what the, the watch CPUs are called now, or where well, we are. The, but nothing.
0: But it's exactly the same CPU as the one. It's It the is. I think CPU.
1: there's one minute, tiny little difference in it, but basically yeah, it's but, the same CPU.
0: Exactly, and the uh, the you know the, the the series six I've got my wrist now versus series seven. You said you said there's no need to upgrade that. There's nothing at all uh, that's going to give you anything on there. I don't know. I think I, you know, the fact that the fact that um, they would get the same RAM. So if you look at the Pixel six for example, Pixel six Pro, yeah. Pixel six, same CPU, but they get a RAM. Yes different RAM in terms of capacity. The rumor here is, again, that they'd stick with the same 6GB RAM across the board, but the Pro and the Pro Max would get, uh, was it DDR5, you said, wasn't it, um, versus DDR4X on the scale. Okay, stun. yep. So, slight differentiator again there, but again, realistically, for nearly everybody, you wouldn't, you know, the average, I hate to say this, but the average punter in the street would not see any difference.
1: No, no.
0: So I, I kind of I, I get it. I think you know, interesting approach. I'm not sure what the 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 consumer gain here or the market gain here. No,
1: is. I mean, me and you are still running the 12s, aren't we? Also, I got the A14 in it. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing I throw at it that it even blinks at.
0: Well, no, because nothing can. What you know,
1: when I you... use the whole the, the extra oomph of an A16? What what's going to be the bit that sells me that I need this faster processor?
0: No. I, I I'm I'm I am puzzled by it. Um, I'd be interested to do it again. You know, as I say it'd be nice to have a, a proper differentiator. But yeah. what else is there here? I'm not. You know, I'd like to see the Pro Max and the Pro because effectively they're the same. You know, aren't they? But give or take, I'd like to see them be a standout device. You know, give me a give me more than a couple of reasons to buy the Pro Max. Yeah me we say because, uh, no,
1: revolutionary, for want of a better word?
0: Yeah, because currently speaking, you know, the iPhone 13 and the iPhone 13 Pro, there's not really much in it, apart from the camera, is there, to be honest with you? Not really
1: no. much in it. Uh, so, yeah, the screen and the camera.
0: Yeah, just... I don't know, maybe I'm... Look, maybe it's the COVID talking, but i just... I'm a bit puzzled, you know... <laughs>
1: You'll be buying the fourteen Pro Max though, yeah.
0: Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah of course, well, <laughs>
1: you didn't buy the thirteen, so uh, yeah, <laughs> you've held out.
0: I have held out. You know we're upgrading this year. You know we've already. Made yeah, this yeah, project. I know,
1: I know. You weren't tempted with the green thirteen Pro.
0: I was tempted with the green, and then I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I, I was more tempted by the uh, the the studio. But anyway, that's another story. Uh, <laughs> anyway, right then. I think it's probably a good time for us to wrap up there for tonight before I yep. keel over in this COVID fog. Uh, thank you for sticking with us tonight. Um, we have had a cracking show. We'll be back next week for a fresh lineup of tech stories, including a look at the Elden Ring, the latest uh, RPG. Uh, well, in the world, yeah, it is RPG, isn't it? Uh, which is yeah. hitting the shelves, and all of the all of the uh, players are on it at the moment. We'll talk about that next week. Of course, you can find us, on Twitter, at Weekly TechRamp. And all of our show notes are posted on our site at techramp.online. So give us a like, give us a review, tell your friends about us, and of course you can listen to us wherever you find your podcast. So with that, I've been Jay.
1: I've been Carl. Have a good evening, all.